Okay, See, sorry. Did it. <laughs> I got it. We're we're back. We're rolling. No, we were um we were talking about uh because I went and turned on the sign and I was like, oh yeah, Kellyanne and Brenda sent that to us as a housewarming gift and um he oh, was telling me about spending so much time with Yama and how he feels like he knows Kellyanne now because Yama just talks about him all the time. Oh, <laughs> so proud of Kellyanne when uh so when awesome. she won at when she won at Saudi Arabia, he was act I was actually at a training camp with with him. And he like had his phone and was like tearing up and had to walk away and like talk to Kellyanne for a bit. Oh, like, this is so this is lovely. This is adorable. I'm glad he's out here in the Midwest with the teaching us boys what to do. Because you guys in Texas seem to have like a, you guys have a lot more resources than we do out here in like cornland. You have corn. <laughs> we have corn. Corn, corn can't teach me how to suriyashi, though. <laughs> well, the, the corn from Florida can teach you how to suriyashi, but uh, not the ones in the fields. <laughs> Cornelius, but not the corn But you know in what the they field. say, country boys make do. <laughs> right? a, a country boy can indeed survive. So. Oh, jeez. All but, right. But no, like, um, ever since uh, I've seen that Yama had moved to the Midwest, uh, you know, I've seen him, like, dye his hair, you know? Yeah. Smiling, and he's just, it's just like, oh, he just looks like he's just having so much fun. And I really love that he's just getting super involved in, like, amateur sumo. And it's just oh, like, yeah. I don't know. All I know, he definitely seems happy, and he is super glad to be hanging out with us, and we're super glad to have him in the Midwest. Yeah, Yeah, we love Yama. We do, too. I definitely want to go through there and visit him on our way to Tennessee for your ultimate showdown of ultimate... Destiny. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) What would it be? The ultimate showdown of ultimate... Sumo? No, I'm trying to think of Uh, another... Ultimate meat slappage? Ah, yes. There we oh, go. that was our hashtag, wasn't it? Meet the meat. <laughs> that was, again, that was also my wife's idea. She's like, you should get Slim Jims. This is. I was like, that's a really good idea. Holy shit. Oh my yeah. God. We, no, we, we still, we seriously have to bring that back because I'm, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put your video up again and then just make yeah. my reaction to it. And I'm just going to deadpan the camera looking all crazy. <laughs> no, no, no. And okay. Then, what you need to do is you need to use the Slim Jims as like, what are those tassels called on the, the cigar? The cigar. Yeah, just stick them up the front and have them like hanging, you know. And then just like have them wear the pit vipers and just pull one of the cigars. Pull one out. <laughs> it has to make the <laughs> noise. Yes, absolutely. Oh my God. That would have been the sickest 90s commercial ever. Oh, <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> And you're like, do score. We have too much fucking ideas that we could definitely make this work. I just have to get my ass up and fucking make the video. I'm going to do it. Do Seriously, it. I'm going to make the Look, reaction video to yours. We have a weekend coming up. We, we can do, do it then. Oh, and then I'm gonna, and after the reaction video, I'm going to make my response video. And then after that, the war begins. <laughs> 
dude i will i will i am ready to fire back whatever oh, you yes. are ready man i'll i'll cook up something i'll cook up something nice until we go through like the entire like fucking like roster of like wwe for decades <laughs> yeah. just all the famous promos the, yeah. the, 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 the 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 math one that it spells out relentless or whatever yeah. oh my god and our r spells out like basho or something <laughs> Watanage. Oh god, like super long, complicated. (laughs) No, it's on. This is happening. It has to happen. We're doing it. I love it, man. My name is Matt, but I am also Krathnor, the annihilator of all craft dinner. And my name is Hagatha, cunt crusher, crusher of cunts. And I am Valhallen, ass reaper, reaper of asses. <laughs> of all that is ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this, this is, is Sumo Bronx! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm very envious of your axe. It's clearly better than mine. <laughs> oh, thank you. Mine make mine makes noise. Yeah. <laughs> mine Hers makes just makes her make, make noise. noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Well, clearly we have Mr. Jake Collison here with us from hey Ohio Sumo Club to help us go over the Kyushu Basho Week One. So, uh, how you doing there, Jake? I'm good, guys. How are you? I'm exhausted. I had a tournament yesterday and training with Yama today. I'm, uh, I I'm, a, I'm a shell of a man today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We heard that the uh, the Midwest Sumo Open was pretty badass. And it was, uh, what was Bloomington, Indiana, right? Bloomington, Indiana, yes. And you live in Indiana, don't you? I do. I train in Ohio, but I drive two hours to go to Dayton, Ohio. You know, I actually used to live in Dayton, Ohio when I was a teenager. Oh, is that where you went to all the drag shows? Yeah, yeah. I used to go to the uh, Club 1470 in the Oregon District and, you know goth around with my hoodlum friends and as 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 one does in their youth to goth around exactly and you were you were actually in some bands uh were were the bands you were in based in indiana uh all the bands i was in were based in indiana ironically the one that was most popular was from bloomington so oh shit uh, (laughs) i I was in a band a doom band called thorax where i played bass and that was out of bloomington yeah and that band was pretty fucking badass. I listened oh, to thanks, it. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. What was the one that was a, a based on the the Viking story? Um... It's a that one was a uh, a split we did with another band, and it tells the story of the Hobbit. Um, <laughs> what was there was a there was another one I think too that was uh I thought was like super Viking out about like 
going into a mountain. No, okay, if that was the mountain of the Goblin King, then that was the Hobbit. Okay, yeah, never mind. Yeah. That was the one. <laughs> How much black metal do you listen to? Um, not zero. I'm actually really okay. into a black metal band right now. I'm into okay. a Chinese black metal band right Ooh. now. Yeah, they're called they're called Hoplites, and they're a Chinese nice. black metal band with like some hardcore influences, but. The weird, the even weirder part than already being a Chinese black metal band is that they write everything in Greek, and it's oh, about shit. it's about Greek mythology. Damn, so, that's yeah. badass, dude! It's so fucking rad. <laughs> I've been listening to it for a while now. I ask because one of my favorite black metal bands is called mm -hmm. Feminazgul, which mm -hmm. it all of their shit is Tolkien themed. Yeah, Nazgul's so, right there in the name. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so if you're into like really niche black metal bands, uh, she's a trans woman. Her name is Margaret Kiljoy. She okay. makes a lot of her own instruments. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, and it's it's just mwah, chef's kiss perfect i love it i love everything she does really but yeah that's something to check out if you're into that absolutely you know well first before we get to the upcoming events there is something that i would like to address oh no and that is our rivalry <laughs> oh yeah so we, we're supposed to meet sometime so that we can duke it out in the dojo absolutely and <laughs> Jake actually made a promo video. We're supposed to have this huge fucking promo war going on, but, and my dumbass, well, actually, it's just because I'm so fucking busy, but after we moved, I kept meaning to make, you know, my promo video because I have a good response. You even oh. got those, uh, what do you call them? Those aviators. The, no, oh, the, and the, oh, the pit vipers? The pit vipers, sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we're going, we're, do, we're doing the aviators before we go to the pit vipers. Oh, so it's like a, a level of severity. You gotta yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. so right now we're just at aviator level. We haven't quite gone up to fucking pit viper level like, just yet. It's like aviator and then like stunner shades. <laughs> but no, no, Sabrina was going to get a magic marker and draw like muscles on my yeah. gut. And oh stuff. my so god. I, so I was going to have pecs and like abs drawn on my beer gut. Originally fucking... I was just going to take like a six pack ring off of like a six pack of soda or whatever and yeah. just like tape it to him. <laughs> I mean, now that you're putting that out in the world though, now it has to be done. Oh, yeah. it's going to be done. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're in the busy season at work, so it's hard to do anything else, but Dude, it'll I happen work, eventually. I work for FedEx. I understand. You know. It is, it happy is holidays. a happy fucking holiday <laughs> it is uh yeah it's a bad time for me monday through friday monday through saturday right now is a bad time so damn yeah no that is fucking brutal but no this is gonna happen we're gonna meet so what the plan is is eventually we're just gonna get each other and the whole fucking world riled up with all of these just yes. ridiculous promos <laughs> until we actually finally meet in the dojo but it's only going to be like what ten seconds? Yeah. Oh, if yeah. if that all that yeah. build up just yeah, all like... that build up just for us to like you know have it over in ten seconds. But no, yeah. it has to be built up, and it has to be built up to where the tension is just. The second yes. we step into the ring, everyone's like, just fucking do it already. A cosmic I, convergence. I know. <laughs> my, uh, my, my advice to you, if you're going down the macho route, because I had, I'm like, I do a horrible macho man impression. No, yours was <laughs> fucking great. That was yeah, fucking that, great. Upon like, because I, I was driving my wife 
lights up the walls. It was like 10.30 p.m. on like a weekday. <laughs> and I'm like, we have to get this. We have to figure it out. <laughs> and so what I did, what I discovered was is that the, the secret to the whole thing, the whole the secret is just to touch the glasses every so often. The smallest detail of at the end of a sentence, it's not the it's not the yeah, it's the it's the little ones at the end of a sentence. So you're just like just you're just talking. You're just talking at the end of a sentence. You put it in, yeah. <laughs> it's like a televangelist or something. Yeah. You just put that little one in the end is what sells it. Yeah. It seriously does. No, no, you like you made it just perfectly. You had the mannerisms, the just the teeny tiny little vocalisms. Like it was just. And, I, and my 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 wife Hannah is filming it, and she didn't tell me she was just like slow zooming the. <laughs> Like, that made it too. I I like watch it at the end, and I am like I I was just rolling laughing because at the end it's just like right here, that's like, my face. No, that was I, fucking amazing. Hannah did like brilliantly with that with the final product. I was she needs to be a director. She did it. Hell amazing. yeah. Yes. All right, guys. I think we need to get on to the upcoming events. Jake, will you please yes. help us out with this? I absolutely will. Uh, right. I think you think you're up first with the Texas class. Yes, I'll go ahead yeah. and get started. So coming up on December 16th and 17th is the Texas Classic Sumo Tournament hosted by Shogeki Sumo. The 16th will be a demo from noon to 8 p.m. And the 17th will be the actual tournament itself from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. I, myself, am going to be doing the live stream for the event more than likely on the Shogeki Sumo Club uh, YouTube channel. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, we'll have more details as that comes out, comes around. We'll, you'll hear us screaming about it, or at least <laughs> see us screaming about it on the internet. Yeah. So. All right. And then on January 27th, we got the Kuma Sumo Bash 2 Juniors Tournament. Oh. Uh, so competitors must be under the age of 18. There will be a demo and some instruction in the tournament itself, of course. At uh, Antioch High School in Antioch, Tennessee. No registration fee. That's a big nice. deal. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, however, you must be a USSF member to participate. So make sure you guys are registered and ready to go for that one. 25 bucks. Super I'm, easy. 25 bucks. Dude, I'm so glad that uh, like Youth Sumo is starting to really grow in the US I now. Know. That's so exciting. Yeah. And really, in Tennessee, they've been doing so much to uh, to promote that. They really have. All right. And then on February the 27th, the Mighty Eagle Teams Tournament. The tournament will be taking place at the Rolling Oaks Mall in San Antonio, Texas. And there will be more info to come as it heads our way. But for right now, that's all we know. All right, so after that, on February 24th is going to be the SoCal Sumo Open in San Diego, California. We still don't have much information about this one either, but it is something we're really excited to see. We had done the live stream for this one last year, and it was just a ton of fun. Ooh. Going back to the youth sumo, that's where we started to notice all these really brilliant uh, youth competitors from California, yeah. like Geo. And yeah. all those guys. Oh, what was the other kid's name? The one uh, I know his last name is like Ben. Is it Ben Musa? But what was his first name? Oh yeah, I'm, he's I got the remember. long blonde hair, and he's a uh, lightweight, and he was, he was fighting with Geo. 
Yeah, if, if we do the video version for this episode, we'll just have to like flash his name on the video. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen because I am so terrible with names. for forgetting. I'm also name. terrible with names. It's okay. Yeah, I know that kid's style of sumo. I know that kid's appearance and his long blonde hair and his like, you know, cheeky compression shorts that are brightly colored. I just can't remember his fucking first name for the life. <laughs> drive me crazy. <laughs> uh, and then finally, April 6th, we have the inaugural Sakura Cup sumo tournament in Music City Muscle Gym, Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. Yeah. And the reason I am bringing that one up is because that good sir is a halfway point between you and I. That <laughs> it is. Because Nashville, Tennessee is not that far off from Texas. You know, all I have it's to do is just too far from Indiana. So I just have to go up to Oklahoma to, was it I-40? Take I-40 to Nashville and bam, I'm there. I wouldn't oh, mind going man. to Tennessee. So if- I can, I can tell you, I that's the next one I'm going to. I'm already my wife and already talked. We're going to that one. So. All right, fine. All right. Then we'll, let's make plans to because it's easy to it's, it's going to be easier to drive to to Nashville mm-hmm. than it would be oh, to yeah. fly anywhere. So yeah. No, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Fuck it. I'm going to go to Tennessee. I'm going to yes, meet yeah. you there. So that means that we have to start making the promos and we have to start fucking, you know, like posting this shit. And it just has to get ridiculous. Because right now we're just at regular glasses level. Then we're taking it up to fucking aviators. And eventually we're going to hit pit vipers. And that's when the shit's going to hit the fan. No, I think the last level is just going to be like uh, like Daft Punk helmets and shit. You know? <laughs> No, it, it's just it's just multiple pit vipers. Yeah, yeah we just have five pit, pit vipers, vipers all the way down. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of the amateur sumo, so you yes. competed in the uh, the Midwest Sumo Open, and that was I the did. inaugural Midwest Sumo Open. first one, and it's all it was also I think the first tournament in Indiana ever. No so, shit. Yeah, oh. as far as far as I know, there's never been a tournament in Indiana because there's only. There's only two of us in Indiana to begin with. Oh. So it's you know, just Hunter think, and myself. When I think of Indiana, I definitely don't think sumo. First, I think, well, first I think racism, but then I think Amish people. So then your <laughs> grandma, not, then your grandma living in Indiana. Who is a racist. So <laughs> we are poor. It is the armpit of the country, and it is yeah. where, where ignorance is bred. So indeed. And isn't yeah. that where Liz is from? Liz is it, from Indiana. It is. Our cousin Liz, who is also yeah. my roommate, who is on our uh, intro song. Or yeah, our, she's doing our the background vocals on Beginning the... theme song. Yeah. yeah she's doing yeah. like vocals with us. She's but, Wabash. Uh, she escaped oh, Indiana okay. to come to Texas and be with us. So oh, she's cool. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, now I guess it's a breeding ground for sumo since you guys got your thing going there. Yeah, yeah. I it's Hunter is uh, one of the guys from uh, Ohio Dayton, and he because he's from Indiana, he's from Bloomington, and he's like, I want to get something Indiana started, and now he's he's cultivating a a a little team here, and it's it's growing. So that is awesome. He decided to put on this tournament, and man, it he did an amazing job it went off without a hitch. It was smooth. It was fun. Everybody had a good time. It was yeah. It was. It went better than we could have ever imagined for like a first one. So I love that. So, okay. You saw uh, Jake from Grand Sumo Breakdown and he did lightweight. Is that right? Yes, he did. He did. How far did he make it? 
Uh, he, I think he made it to the semifinals. I think he was in the, the match for third place. Nice. Um, so yeah, he did pretty good. I also finally, finally got to sit down with him and try to decide, uh, who is the, the, the Matt Jake master. <laughs> so who is we, the Supreme Jake? Yeah, we had a, uh, we had an exhibition match. I, di- I didn't catch him in open weight. I tried, but he, he, oh. he, we didn't, we didn't meet, but we had an exhibition match at the end just for funsies. So uh, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I've been, I've been looking forward to that for a while. Cause I've been taunting this dude for like, a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I am the ultimate Jake and you are less than Jake. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We need to see what no, uh, what Jake around. Book has to say about this. Yeah, then you got Jake <laughs> Book in the mix. He's, he's absolutely in on it. He's fully aware. <laughs> there's there's a there's a Jake in I think he's from Texas too. That Jake that De Castro. De Castro. Yeah, yes, I'm so we, we uh, that's what Jake from GSB always says. He's like, we need to get Jake De Castro down here too. That way, there's four of us. And then yeah. it all has to be like a fucking royal rumble. Just yes. To see, like hell yeah. Who the, is the supreme Jake? The Jake. It's just, <laughs> it's a two people fight, and then every every like what ten seconds, somebody just runs in and <laughs> full full fireworks go off, full intro. That'd be that'd be rad as hell. Be oh totally fuck yeah, rad. the ultimate Jake showdown. <laughs> maybe we can make it happen at the fucking Sakura Cup. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe. We'll have to see if uh, DeCastro wants to carpool yeah, with us. DeCastro carpool with us. Yeah. You're going. Four, four, <laughs> the, the, here's the invite right here, man. Four four way Fatal Fury match. Oh, and Jacob DeCastro is. A fucking crown jewel at karaoke. Oh, Seriously, yeah. fucking oh, oh, watching yeah. Jacob DeCastro do karaoke. Oh, a master. Yes. <laughs> that sounds so much fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so good. <laughs> I had never seen that side of him before until you know we had the after party from this last consulate's, consulate's cup, cup, and oh my god, just comes alive, stage <laughs> presence like a motherfucker. Oh yes. my god. I was very impressed. Yeah, so after the Ultimate Jake Showdown, there has to be karaoke. Yes. So the second Ultimate Jake Showdown. Yeah. yeah. We can't we can't all do like metal covers in a row. Like that. That's too that's too oh, much. We're gonna we're gonna span several genres. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh man, we're gonna have like horror. I'm gonna like do like my best mashuga. Just oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Make the face and listen to the. Uh, I, can't, I can't make the face. I can't different. make it. You know the. Fa- you know the, face, the fact that you know the face means that, it means that there's a face. Right? Yeah. yeah. I've seen it. I, I saw like someone made like a meme of that dude making that face, but then yeah. you know he's got the bald head, mm-hmm. and then it was like someone like looking like there was a nipple coming off the top of his head with something sucking the nipple off the top of his head. And he's making the face like. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I'm I'm putting, it's going to be in this episode. (laughs) Oh, good, 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 good. Good. All right, so middleweight, like who, uh, who would you say stood out in middleweight? Uh, middleweight, um, actually two of the medalists was, uh, was Ben from our, from Ohio for, he got silver. And then Nick who is also an Ohio guy that we've not unfortunately not got to see a lot of he's, he's a, he's a busy man, oh. but he, he dropped weight and he came in looking svelte Ooh. and uh, absolutely just 
manhandled some guys, man. Nice. He's we don't we don't get to see that guy very often, but he has a reputation in our club of being <laughs> uh brutal and being like the Supari champ. Like oh, nice. awesome. all Supari. And he he has a really strong tachi with his head. He'll just you'll Ooh. you'll you'll conk those coconuts if you're not careful. So I love was, that. Yeah, so many in amateur sumo are afraid of doing that kind of tachi, but I love that he's not afraid of it at all. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to see him fight Bubba from Dallas because Bubba's all about bonking coconuts too. He don't care. Yay. He's like, oh no, I got a hard head. I'm all about it. Oh, it's it scares me, man. I know they they always tell you they tell you to like like shrink up the shoulders and like sink your neck in, and I'm like, man, I I I I have to work Monday. I'm not. About I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing that. So, yeah. If it if it tries coming, I'll like try to like edge my shoulder towards the head. If I know that they're like you know a battering ram, I'll try to get one of those. Yeah, yeah. If not, I'm just yeah. like, just get your head. Just start sparring the head. Get yeah. your head away. <laughs> oh, I hate I hate the coconut bonk, man. I'm not here for it. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's it's because it sucks. Is right after it happens, you're like your bell's rung and you're having a hard time thinking strategically. Yes. So yes. I think that's why they do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but Ben had like a massive, like not a not a cut, but like when you have that like friction slide yeah. Yeah. Like, from like his from like in between his eyes all the way up his head where Nick hit him oh, and just, the head's just grinded past. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. I can man, feel that in rough. my teeth just thinking about it's it. It's like Jeez. road rash, but with somebody else's head. Yeah. It's head yeah. rash. Yeah. That could exactly. be a term for something else too but no never mind. Kind of thing, but, mm, mm, you don't want but, the, you don't want a rash after you don't, that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> neither of them sound enjoyable no. No, no, no. oh man all right so what about uh the light heavy were there uh, light heavies there was two um there was tj from uh from from ohio and then there was another guy i i'm so bad with names i'm sorry he was i think he was from iowa but i'm not sure uh but they since there was only two of them they just had uh five matches back to back um and uh tj swept four of them so he nice. ended up just the two then so there's a gold and a silver uh, and that and that was kind of just it for light heavyweight um i i apologize for not remembering the other guys name, oh no it's good, it's good he seemed to be uh like newer and younger but like an up-and-comer because he nice. definitely had some good form so yeah it was it was like just it's also fun for like anytime you're doing five six matches in a row like that's when you find out like we're separating the men from the boys. Yeah. <laughs> like five matches in, you're gassed. You're you gotta have stamina yeah. for that, for exactly. sure. Exactly. So it was definitely a bit of a of an Iron Man uh, light heavyweight division. So oh, hell yeah. nice. yes, yes. And we don't know what club he's from, or is he independent? Or ah, uh, hang on. Let me see if I if I can't check real quick because I'm I'm sure sure okay. I can figure it out. He is uh Brandon from Iowa. Brandon from Iowa. Brandon from Iowa. So I yes. think that sounds familiar. I, haven't we seen him in other tournaments? I think we've seen him. Uh, I think we have seen him in like a couple of. Um, what was the other one that they had in the Midwest recently? Not Midvale. Was it Midvale? I I think it was Mid. Was it? 
I can't we remember. Had, we it had might have been Midville. Beer City was the most recent. That's one the one. Okay, yeah. I think yeah, I think you might have been at Beer City. Yeah. I was wondering if uh, Brandon Rudzinski from uh, Detroit might have shown up. He was not. I was also wondering if he'd be there because that dude is a machine. Yeah. So we I was the wondering. If, yeah, I was wondering if he was going to come out, but he he did not come out for that one. So oh. bummer. But we'll we'll catch him bummer. next one. Absolutely. All right, and now to the heavies. Like, yeah, how was heavyweight? Oh boy, there was <laughs> there was ten of us Ooh. at heavyweight. Uh, yeah, there was tons of guys. There was from Ohio. There was uh, Darius, myself, uh, and then we have a new guy named Dylan, who's only seventeen, who's oh, learning yeah. and competing, oh, nice. and he jumped he jumped right in with the big boys. Nice. Uh, I had uh, this is one of my proudest moments, man. I have a friend for like like 20 years dude's dude's name is muffin and he is he's a big guy never done anything athletic but he really likes sumo and i've been talking to him forever hey let's get a day let's get you to try sumo and he came out to the tournament threw on a mawashi and did every single event (gasps) (laughs) it was amazing so he was there and then uh there was there was eric from i don't know where eric's from no, no, not that. Not Eric, Eric Wynn. Okay. <laughs> not Eric Wynn. Uh, okay. Were, I'm sorry. I'm so bad with names. But there was there was ten of us, uh, and it. This is this is where it gets awkward because I had a really good event and I hate talking about myself. Oh. <laughs> no, uh, do it, do it, do it, man. Uh, you you earned it. You earned it. Just <laughs> channel you, your you. like you know wrestling promo persona. Oh, oh no, it. I can't. I can't do that. That would make me feel like such an asshole. Uh, <laughs> Uh, during during regulation, it came down. I went I, I went undefeated in regulation, nice. uh, and it, it came down to and that included uh, beating Darius. What? And I I beat Darius in regulation, and it's on it's on the uh, the 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 feed. And like I beat him in regulation and just sobbed. Oh, <laughs> I, I like I like I've I've been he's that dude. He's a first. He's amazing, and he's my coach. And like I have been like just working so hard just to even be like a challenge for that dude for like Aww. two years. And I beat him in regulation and I like walked off the mat and just started sobbing. And oh. Hannah, my, my wife was a shin pawn, so she couldn't come see me. So oh. she's over in her chair sobbing. Oh. <laughs> and, and so we were just, she's trying to keep it together and I'm trying to keep it together. And, <laughs> and then, so it came down to uh, the, the the playoff because it was double elimination i haven't been defeated darius got beat once by me (laughs) and then at the end he beat me twice in a row for the goal (laughs) payback i know payback's a bitch but i I got him one literally i could have i that could have been the only thing that happened that day and i would have been like and it counted that's the thing it counted it It wasn't a practice bout that was a tournament yeah so and then i saw him today uh with ya- practice with yama and he was giving me some shit for it <laughs> <laughs> oh it's just like oh you think you got the big boy panties now yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, uh, I realized that during the tournament i, I forgot to take my reading my wedding ring off Ooh. and so i had my ring on and it no one got hurt it no one yeah, even yeah. noticed but he was like that's why i lost you had your wedding ring on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh okay okay <laughs> any excuse i see just steal my thunder all right no it was just the the, the power of Hannah and your Supari. Just yes, <laughs> yes. That, that was the one. That was the one. So, 
But yeah, that it ended up being I I got second. Darius got first. I got second, and then I believe Brandon out of Ohio, who we've again, he was a guy who was really active just before I came to Ohio, and we've not seen a lot of him since. So he showed up and was just like, "Hey, what's up? I'm here," and then got third. Damn! <laughs> yeah, he just, he just uh, showed up and uh, and and messed it up. Oh. Excuse me, Austin. Austin from Ohio. Oh, I, yeah, I, okay. Yes, I I've just I just met this guy for the first time. So, but yeah, he showed up and just absolutely kicked ass. So Hell it yeah. was it was a, an Ohio sweep in the heavyweight. So nice. <laughs> so did Hunter wrestle? Did he participate, or was he just running the tournament? Hunter was Gyoji all day. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. He ran, he ran Gyoji all day because I, I think he felt weird about competing at his own tournament, which we, we were kind of like, dude, just jump in, man. We're, yeah. we're all here, but he, he wanted to Gyoji, so we let him Gyoji. So I've, I've noticed there had been a couple of folks that I, I noticed, like Justin Kizer will like compete in one division in, in the tournaments he does. Yeah. Like he'll do yeah. open weight, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or like Corey, Corey at the Cowboy Cup, I think he did everything. You know, like I think he did regulation and open weight, and then and then um, there was Edo who did literally every division yeah. and won every and, yeah, division, got gold in every division. every single. That was fucking insane that he just swept that whole thing. I mean, that's yeah. uh, he's already got his legendary status. Damn it! Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying. I think if if anybody from the states is to go over and and give it a go in Japan, it's Edo. It's gonna be at I really yeah, hope he there. makes it. Yeah, yeah. I want to really see him do. up there. Those foreigner slots are just so few and far between, though. So yeah, fingers yeah. crossed, Edo. Eventually, if that's what he wants to do, which I heard that was something he was yeah. gonna try to pursue, yeah. but. He's young enough where he can. Yeah, so. true. Yeah, where I think he, he still has like two years still. The dude, he's such a like such a such a youngster. It's like you fight him and it makes you feel bad because he's like he beat me the first time when he was like nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah he just tornadoed me down the first time I ever fought him, and I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, he's so lightweight. I wonder what I could do to. Oh God, why am I looking at the ceiling? Oh, he's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember we fought him, and the first time it was like kind of close but i mean kind of close and as in it i didn't just get blown out completely and then the second time he was like no nah, we're not doing that again <laughs> and i was i i came off the tachi eye and he was just smoke where he was just standing he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like wow he is fast before i knew it he was behind me and i was out of the ring yeah so... <laughs> uh, i just wish that i could I wish my brain could just think that fast, David. Yeah, it's it's because we're old, man. Yeah. <laughs> 20, so, 20 was a long time ago. Seriously. <laughs> so um, Amateur Sumo in the U.S. is becoming well known for our epic after parties. Did, oh. Yeah. Did the tournament have um, a good after party or any after party at all? I'm just curious what yeah, happened after everybody I, was done. I think I got to disappoint you because I don't think there was much of an after party. Okay. I think a lot of the guys knew, like, we have to go train with Yama tomorrow. So I ah. don't want to be out super late. 
And oh then, yeah. Uh, a lot of the guys who were from like Iowa and stuff, like Jake, they brought their kids. So, oh, it's, like, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. it's like, you got to go home with your kids. And I'm like, my kid just sat in the car all day. She was like, oh. she's 12. And she's like, y'all oh, she's too cool she's for too everything. Exactly. For it, yeah. Yeah. She, well, she's those, that kid that's up all night playing video games and sleeps all day. So <laughs> she, she showed up and we're not cool enough. And she got to hang out in the car and just uh, ignore <laughs> us. Uh, but yeah, she's too cool for us. So yeah, I, I just kind of everybody, his kids were there. It was a real, it was honestly, it had a, kind of a really nice like family feeling. Oh, like, hell I, yeah. Yeah. Which I know a lot of times, just like you said, the after parties get a little, a little buck wild. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, there was definitely, it had like a, I think Hunter wanted to really make it feel like a, like you could bring your kids and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That that Midwestern hospitality. <laughs> Hell yeah! yeah. No, th- honestly, yeah. the Consulates Cup was a lot like that too, because uh, it was at like Dreamland, which is yeah, yeah. So yeah. there was a whole bunch of like there were just a whole bunch of kids there with their parents, like mm-hmm. anyway, because of the 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 mini golf and you know all that. Yeah, but it's then, like um, a little entertainment complex. They have like you know water slides and stuff. Oh, and they had a splash golf. pad. You yeah. better believe splash. I jumped the splash pad. <laughs> You're gonna have a hard time pulling me out of an arcade to fight if there's an oh i know (laughs) oh either that or we're just gonna have to take our contest to like either mortal Kombat, street fighter 2 tekken or whatever's there i dude i'm i'm down for for uh for street fighter turbo i'm down for turbo i will do that all day all right so then it's on okay no matter what happens during the sakura cup no matter who wins then this second part of our rivalry (laughs) has to be video game and nature absolutely mario kart mario kart 8 i didn't even think about mario kart (laughs) apparently yama is also way into mario kart no shit apparently he like uh like watches streamers and like takes tips to how to get better at mario kart oh my god i'm saying maybe there's like maybe there's we could do a mario kart by by weight class oh my god i fucking love that (laughs) holy shit I mean, it does if all of us could just gather in one spot and just have fucking like you know sumo Mario Kart playoff fucking just oh, like we're all yeah. just sitting there making mean faces just fucking <laughs> Every, everyone's everyone's drinking and playing Mario Kart. Like a blast. <laughs> oh oh man! All right, so we should probably move on to the. Basho. Yes, Basho yeah, twenty twenty three. So we talked about the Midwest Sumo Open and the possibility of all of us kicking each other's ass at Mario Kart. (laughs) Yes. So we're going on to the Basho shit. Um, First, did you notice the the condition of the Dohyo? Yeah. It's uh, looking a little a little uh, rough for wear. It's, it's already look- looking ragged. Yeah, looking like the streets of Detroit out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's cracked. It's rugged. Yeah. So I think. Well, like, and this was like what day two, day three, two, day two, yeah. Or three. Yeah, yeah. So I think they may have been overwatering the dojo because, uh, well, you know, to make sure it stays together. But I noticed yeah, yeah. a lot of slippy atoshis. You know, yes. happening. Yeah, yes, I did as well. I'm kind of curious if they use the same kind of clay because they're not they're not in uh, the Kokuki Con. They're in Kyushu. Kyushu, yeah. Kyushu, so yeah. where do they get the clay for the doyo? Oh, do they get a... it locally, or yeah, do they it's... like bring it with them? Or... Oh, it's always local. It's uh, that's the, what I the thought. Local river of wherever. Real, real, real farm to table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so that do you think maybe that had something to do with it? It's, or? it's possible, like the the quality of the clay. I think like the quality of the clay, and then definitely the uh, the humidity, the weather. You know, oh, and... it wasn't just them using non-union yobadashis. Okay. <laughs> I was actually, like I was actually about to say, do you think they're like they're like rolling in the road crew to make I know. instead? He said, see the see what happens when you don't pay your yobadashi well enough. The scabs make the fucking crack shit happen. <laughs> The Yobadashi was... scab. <laughs> the scabadashis. You know, don't... <laughs> no scabs. Go union. <laughs> yeah, but that does look Man. rough. It, it really did. So. Yeah. With, with that in mind, you know, it's kind of like my fantasy sumo is... Not doing so well. So. <laughs> neither, neither is mine, man. Neither is mine. All my yeah. boy, a couple of my boys are struggling. So yeah, I think I'm in third place in the domination league, and in uh, Nemo's. I, that's just the regular, you know, regular rules for fantasy. I, I was, I'm too scared to look. <laughs> oh, so I don't even, I don't even like do a fantasy. Like I just like keep my own tabs, and I'm like just, I just some days I'm more sad than others at the oh. end <laughs> when my boys are struggling. It's always fun that whenever oh Sabrina and I used to refer the refer to them as our boyfriends. So yeah. I always liked it when yeah. my boyfriends would beat up all of her boyfriends, and yeah. I could just you know just get in just her face float and all like, day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To see for uh, for us, it's always it's it's our it's our boys. Yeah. Like, like our, our, even the ones who are older than me is like it's our wee babes. Our, yeah. Our, our sweet little lads. Yeah, I love that. See, I, I could think of Midori Fuji as being my sweet little lad. Well, you have a Tama Fuji too. Yeah, that, that is son? my. That's my son. That's your, that's son. your boy. Your boy. <laughs> yes. Your baby boy. He is. All right. So first, I just want to just dabble on Makushta. You know, just a little dab. Yeah. And just the reason peek. is that's where old Wakatakakage ended up because he came back. Oh. He's back. So he is, you know, he's post-surgical. He was doing really well in his recovery and his physical therapy, and he was excited. And personally, this is just my opinion. Take it as you will. I think he got a little too excited. I think he I heard, maybe should have taken a little more time to heal before coming back, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I, I heard he was riding the struggle bus a little bit down there in Makushida, so. Yeah. Yeah, so as of today, uh, this is in between day eight and uh, day, well, tonight's going to be day nine. Yeah. So Wakatakakage is currently at two and two. We'll see how things pan out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So in Makushida, what do you need to get Kachikoshi? Uh, you have to get four. You have to yep. get four. Okay. So you only got seven bouts in Makushta instead of 15. That's right. Okay. So if he can get two more, then he'll, he'll be get okay. his Kachikoshi. Yeah. But that's definitely not going to get him promoted back to jury. No. Even also Nayama dropped a few when he was down there though. So it's not, it's not a, not a like, you know, end of the, you know, the, the end is not nigh necessarily. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, he could still come back. There's, there's still a, there's still some pretty uh, heavy competition down there though, because everybody oh, yeah. wants to get out of Makushta. Nobody wants to stay in the unsalaried <laughs> ranks. So. Yeah. That top, that top Makushta man. That's a, that's like the, the top like twenty is the equivalent to like the meat grinder in Makuchi, like the one yeah. to five. It's like the whole top twenties like that. In pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of the meat grinder, these are the guys that are currently at four and zero in Makushta. Okay. So, so the leaderboard is Hakiozan, Kitaharima, Narutaka. Is it is that's Narutaki, right? 
I can't. I, my brain always wants to read that wrong because of Naruto. Naruto? Yeah. <laughs> Narutaki. <laughs> Satoru Fuji. He's the the guy that does the bow twirling now, right? Um, I think so, actually. Yeah. Or he was like the uh, the apprentice bow twirler, I think. Yes. Um, and then uh, Chio No. I don't know why I love saying his <laughs> name like that. And then uh, Koto Kendru and... Daikisho. But I always heard the uh, commentator guys, they don't call them Daikisho. They say Daikisho. Yeah. Daikisho. Uh, I'm like, okay, your name is th two syllables instead of three. <laughs> I will remember that. The, welcome to the Daikisho. The Daikisho. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You, that's, that's, a, that's all for you, Daikisho. <laughs> so it, it, it works. It works. All right. Let's go ahead and go into Jurio now. Uh, number one bit of news on there is Chiyomaru actually dropped out on day four due to a shoulder injury, apparently. He fell hard. Yeah. yeah. He fell hard. Yeah. I, I felt that in my teeth. Yeah. yeah. Hakuho, Hakuho ran out there and was like, don't move. Like doing some like loose yeah. EMT work. <laughs> and, and you know it's serious whenever Hakuho runs. Right? <laughs> yes. yes. Absolutely. Poor guy. Day five, uh, I just wanted to talk about the bout between Aqua and Shiden. Aqua goes in hard and tries to drive out Shiden right at the Tachiai, but Shiden resists. So Aqua starts slapping the dog piss out of him. I mean, those Haritays were just, oh, those are so mean. So Shiden just picks up Aqua and throws his ass down and immediately starts wincing and like rubbing his eye like, ah, oh, geez. And it was seriously just brutal to just see like you know aqua just like i don't know it he, it looked like he had a mean look on his face he's like get out of my way I'm beating you. I'm beating you. and she didn't like quit it quit it quit it and just picks him up and throws him down i was like god oh, you little I shit kid to start yelling world star <laughs> I know. the su the su supari fights always look like there should be like a crowd gaining around <laughs> Somebody's pulling someone's wig off or something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Somebody's wig getting snatched from yeah. the from the front row. Mightily snatched. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then on day six, we had Asakoryu versus Tin Shoho. Tin Shoho is so much easier to say than his previous Shikona. Was mm. like, and I, I was I always said Muka Inakano. Muka Inakano. Muka Inakano, but I don't. I think it might have had a caramel macchiato. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Tin Shoho better, and he really does look good in that silver mawashi. Yeah. So Sabrina squealed with joy as Asakoryu launched himself into the air and clamped Tin Shoho down to the clay, sitting there like a toddler who got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. That really was an impressive hinka. And oh then, yeah, and then to hear the announcer guy, like as soon as that happened, the announcer guy was like, "Hinka!" <laughs> yes, I was freaking great. But poor Tin Shoho was just like legs splayed out, like sitting right on his butt, like. Fallen victim to the hanka, man. It never feels. <laughs> it never feels good. Oh god! Best move in Super. <laughs> that is a very. That's a very American view of the hanka. <laughs> She's like, and if anyone's like, uh, I can't believe they hanka. She goes, well then, he just needs to get better at sumo. <laughs> These colors don't run unless it's sideways. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> 
All right. And then on, Moving on. day eight in Jurio, we had Kageyaki versus Tamashoho. So it looks like Tamashoho may have delivered a forehead blast to Kageyaki's face because he just had blood running down like a faucet and onto the side of the dojo. It, it was, was spraying onto the good. clay like, good. like a fucking, like a... I, like I a faucet. You know what? I don't know why the first thing that came to my mind was like, you know when like you squeeze squeeze over one of those douche bottles and it like sprays out. But yeah, it was kind of like that, I guess. It was it was that bad. Yeah. It's good because honestly, we need we need a new like uh like reel for people to put up highlights for that's not Yoshikaze getting just blasted by Hakuho like years ago. Oh, that's the, I know. They, that's the one they always use for like, look how brutal Sumo is, and then like yeah. my boy Yoshikaze catching all the shit out here, man. And it's like, dude. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, Tin. What's his name? Uh, Kagayaki's bloody face. No, that should be the new face that's of Sumo. The new the new brutal sumo photo (laughs) just his like blood fall onto the dojo and just this you could hear it too i was surprised you could i don't know if that was my brain making the sound (laughs) but i could hear it i was like jesus like you could hear the splatters yeah Yeah, a nice a nice squelch if you will (laughs) it might have been because we were watching blue eye samurai and i just have all those blood spatter sound effects in my head I love that show. I hope they make more of it. (laughs) So there was some contention about Tamashoho's heel possibly touching down over the edge of the Tawara, but I didn't see any visible indentations, but Sabrina insists that his heel touched. Uh, Yeah, I think it absolutely did. And that's not the first time that that's happened in this boss show. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the time that made Sabrina just overtly angry about it. We'll discuss that more a little later on. So whenever Kagayaki and Tamashoho landed, it was determined that they landed at the same time. So they called Tori Naosh. And on the second bout, Kagayaki managed to drag Tamashoho to the clay, earning a victory and revenge for his battered face. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. I felt I, I never feel bad for fucking Kageyaki, but I did today. Oh, hell no. <laughs> it's like, whatever, Kageyaki. Back at Jurio where you belong. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then we had uh, Ono Sato versus Koto Shoho. Ono Sato. So I, I just love Ono Sato because it's kind of, it's one of those things where it's like, I know someone that fought that dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I was stoked to see this bout because uh, I wanted to see how well Ono Sato did against, you know, someone that's consistently in Makuuchi that just falls to Jurio every now and again, you know. But uh, I kind of had a feeling it wasn't going to go the way Ono Sato wanted it to. And I was right. So <laughs> he doesn't have all the experience necessary to just totally like, you know, blow everybody out of the water. And he doesn't know everybody's tricks just yet, you know, but he's getting yeah, yeah. And so, learning, learning. Yeah, he's going to be able to, like, you know, start destroying Makuuchi Rikishi, like, on the reg. But right now, he's still got to, he's got to level up. And I, I kind of had a feeling, especially when I saw Koto Shoho bring him down with, uh, was it, Uwata Dashinage? 
So yes, I, Uwate Dashinage. I was like, I, I kind of had a feeling that was gonna happen, but that's okay. I was like, just pick yourself back up. It's all good. Yeah, he's still learning. You know, yeah. look at there. Hey, you're in Jurio. You're still getting paid. You're getting paid to lose. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a silver lining when you're getting Very paid good to lose. Point. Yeah. <laughs> so Onosato, Kotoshoho, and Shiden are currently leading Jurio at six and two. Followed by Aoyama or Big Dan. Big Dan. Boo Shozan. Chiyosh. Oh, Scott. Hold on. I got a burp. Sorry. Okay. I'm going to start that over. All right. Onosato, Kotoshoho, and Shiden are currently leading Jurio at six and two. Followed by Aoyama, Big Dan. Big Dan. Shozan. Chiyoshoma. Tamashoho. Takahash. Shimano Umi. Yuma and Asakoryu are all at five and three. So that's the leaderboard of Jurio right now. It is it's a big leaderboard. Yeah. <laughs> it's a constipated leaderboard. So Hitoshi is the new guy that just got promoted from uh, Makushta, and it looks like he's going back to Makushta. Oh, well. He's at one win, seven losses at day Ooh. eight. And Ukrainian heartthrob Shishi isn't lighting any fires either with his score of two and six. That breaks my heart, man. Shishi's the one I'm keeping my eye on. And I do. I love I watching Shishi. Shishi. It is nice to see uh, one of those nice, thick, Eastern European asses back in the doyo <laughs> now that Tochin Ocean is gone. Oh, so, my heart. Is totally excellent Martian, but <laughs> station a big, a nice, a nice big pale European ass. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, he does have like his ass and thighs. Like I wish I had that kind of power, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, that's like, true for like all of the guys, man. They're all like it's it's like they're like two different people from the waist down. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen Chiyomaru's ass? Oh, dude, we talk about it all the time. Chiyomaru's yeah. ass is like fucking carved out of wood. It's like, why doesn't my ass look like that? The dude, the dude's got four chins, but an amazing ass. I know. <laughs> Shit, and Aqua, Aqua has like an amazing ass too. It's like, how do these dudes get that kind of ass? And I'm sitting here with the fry bread butt. You know, not having any kind of fucking power in my... Like know. Homer Simpson lips or some shit. They do look, my butt cheeks do look like Homer Simpson's lips. Got that that Hank Hill, man. That I Hank do. <laughs> I have gluteal... What is, what is it called? The the gluteal diminished... Or no, diminished, diminished glute. glutes. It's like, uh, it's a medical condition. I have diminished glute syndrome. Oh, damn it. They're playing body. keep away with this fake ass. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's Texas. That's where I come from. <laughs> <laughs> all right so oh we are now entering the realm of makuuchi and big boys at the top the top dogs the dogs oh, and everybody else better get back on the porch with the puppies <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure my dad has a shirt that says that. yeah right. <laughs> i was about to say i think i actually heard my dad say that which is <laughs> i'm pretty sure some boomer made a snarky remark on facebook to me once along those lines well, get back on the porch with the puppies yeah. all right i gotta come clean because i just remembered where i heard that line from okay hands on a hard body what the fuck is hands that? on a hard body it's this documentary somebody made uh from back in the 90s where they used to have this contest with the, with the car right yeah 
Yeah, yeah, so you have to hold your both hands on a car, and the last person that removes their hands off the car gets to keep the car and win it. So they 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 all are keeping their hands on a car for like a week straight. Yeah, people die. What? Yeah. Yeah. People would like like dehydrate and die. <laughs> this was a real thing. Yeah, this is a real thing. They did that. Well, no, KJ one hundred three in Oklahoma. They had a similar one called the BOGO. Where, like, you would have to, like, live in this car for, like, uh, however long. And the last person to, like, whoever was the last person left in the car would win the car. And then they'd clean it and fumigate it for you. And then you'd get to keep the Geo. I mean, I've lived in my car before, but, but that's I didn't the B-O-G-O. get any prizes. It so... was just homelessness. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the B-O-G-O. But hands on a hard body was, like, yeah, it was like a pickup truck. And everyone just had to stand there with their hands on a pickup. And the last person with their hands on it went, what it? Okay, so you guys are from the South, and yeah. you also are from Technically, small... I was born in New York. Okay, so... okay. Well, you're, but you're, I grew up in a military Georgia. family. You're, you're living so... in the South now, so and you, got, you guys got that, that small town experience, at least, at least yeah. you did. So did you, we, before we get into Makuchi, what, I gotta share some, like, backwoods shit, and I wanna oh, see do it. Do please it, do, do. If I am, if I, My area is not the only area that did this. Did you guys at, like, your your fairs and small, like, town get-togethers, did you guys do cow pie bingo? Yes. No. No, we okay. had Arkalala in Ark City, Kansas, and yes, they had cow pie bingo. So it's basically you take one cow and put it in a very small cage, which is already a problem in itself. And it's usually oh. it's usually in a street where everyone can watch. So then the cow's also on like pavement all day. And but they yeah. spray so they spray and they spray paint a bingo card inside the fence, and wherever the cow shits, you mark your bingo card. What the isn't fuck? That, isn't that some backwards shit? <laughs> oh no. I that's... have never I have never, and I've been to family reunions and gotten hit on before. I have never. <laughs> I'm not even joking about that. Oh, no, I, yeah, I know. I believe, I believe you. That is the most country-ass shit. That's a, Fuck. That's a, I, I grew up in a town of 400 people with no gas station, no store, no nothing. Wow. And that's the kind of shit that went on in that area. You're from a smaller town than I am? Dude, I grew up in a town called Kennard. There was an elementary school that closed down, no store, no gas station. We had a Pizza King, which is a, a pizza rec like chain restaurant only in Indiana. It closed down. We had a video store. It closed down. Damn. Dude, there's, there was nothing where I grew up. Nothing but corn and despair. <laughs> Sounds like it. See, I'm from Pawnee, Oklahoma, and we had – okay. That's where the uh, creator of Dick Tracy was from. So oh, okay. We had, remember Flat Top, the villain in Dick Tracy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We had yeah, a yeah. Flat Top's pizza, and then it turned into Simple Simon's Pizza, and that's still the only pizza joint. There's Clicks, which is the steakhouse, and then there's no McDonald's, there is no Walmart, there's a Sonics. Sonics. Or Sonic. Oh, yeah. Everyone else says Sonic, but if you're from Oklahoma, it's, it's Sonics. Sonics. Yeah. It's plural. Yeah. Yes. Abby, only, Abby, but yes. yeah, only if you're from Oklahoma. <laughs> but no, no. So this fucking town, there's only 1,500 people there, and I'm related to most of them because most of them are Pawnee. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's it's very much the same thing. It's like I think there might have been 20 people in the last year's graduating class, just because the school's just that small. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, I've never lived in a city that didn't have a Walmart, so I'm I'm not used to that small of a town. All right. That is just... But no, that's... Cow pie bingo. Okay. Yeah, I can't believe you've never heard of cow pie bingo. I mean, I've <laughs> seen, like, uh, you know, what's the one where they grease up the pig and you have to catch it? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I've I seen believe, like I that. believe that's just called catching the greased up pig. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've, I've seen shit like that, but... Uh, and then we had the, the crawfish festival down in Biloxi, Mississippi. Ooh. But, um, I mean, that was a pretty huge event, you know. Biloxi yeah. is a, a big town city yeah it's a city i don't know I, I most of it got blown away city. by katrina but yeah oh Ooh. yeah but anyway back to makuchi <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh do you have any uh makuchi things from days one through three uh yeah because day- we didn't even care about like days one and two we started on day three uh, I, I, I took weird notes because I knew I'd be here with you guys so I can, you know, the more fun things get to be said. <laughs> oh, do it, uh, do it. Uh, my boy Thomas Mawashi uh, had, <laughs> yes. had, a, had a good match uh, against Surigisho in day two. Uh, which he got his famous right-hand Notawa that he's so mm. good with. But what I did notice is that it seems like his balls were dirty. Like, I don't know what was going what? on. Like, his mawashi in the crotch, like, was just, like, the wrong color compared yeah. to the rest of his mawashi. And it's like, I did feel you, like, like I would have noticed that. I'm surprised did I didn't. <laughs> did you sit in dirt? Like, what did you do? Uh, and then other than that, um, Shonanoumi and Hokuseiho on day three had what I thought was going to be the longest match ever, which was just some foreshadowing for a later day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sh- but Shonanoumi's become my boy. So I've been keeping tabs on Shonanoumi. He's my he's my guy now in, 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 the, in the top divisions. So. Hell yeah. Which one was the one that had... Um the the salt in his belly button oh that was onosho and we did the little yeah. video what day was that on oh god that was day i, I can't remember i think it might have been day six maybe. i don't know if we put it in the notes for this episode but we made like a little video clip of it and put it on our instagram it's funny because every time that he kept slapping his belt salt would just salt shoot would out of his belly out. button yeah. <laughs> hiroshima does that every time too he like trickles it down his like down his chest and it, it always has a little pile on his belt yeah like <laughs> Like day so, eight, I noticed it was like stuck in his his I almost yeah. said pubic hair, his fucking chest hair. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's pubic hair. I mean, your chest hair comes when you go through puberty, so I guess it's kind of like pubes. Oh, I, yeah, I yeah. will, I will allow that. Yes, that <laughs> yeah, actually so, sounds. Yeah, so Karishima did have salt sprinkled in his pubic hair. Yes, absolutely. So I wonder when he demawashes at the end of the day, if it's just like all like you know salt sprinkles out, and he's just like woo, just gives it a shake. <laughs> Let's that sh- salt just kind of trickle down. <laughs> Sorry, now we're sitting here. I, I I can no longer say that I have never envisioned Karishima's junk because now I'm sitting here envisioning it sprinkling salt. <laughs> and and now I can't stop. What have I, I done? <laughs> what have I continued to do? Now Thanks, you, Sabrina. Now you understand, okay? <laughs> now you understand. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so it, actually, I think it was day three when we saw Ono show salty belly button. Oh, yeah. okay, it is in the notes. I see you did put that up. God damn it! So that was Gono I'm a Yama professional. <laughs> All right, so uh, first was Kotonowaka versus Meisei. This was a highly technical fight. Both of these guys are incredibly strong, except Meisei is a lot faster off the tachi eye. 
racing to get their preferred grips while maneuvering deftly around the ring. They eventually lock up briefly at the Tawara as if to take a short breather. Then Meisei begins to struggle, and in response, Kotonowaka busts out a Kimarite that hasn't been seen in 14 years yeah. since Baruto used it in January of 2010. The Osakate, backwards twisting overarm throw. This sends Meisei flying horizontally off the doyo while Kotonowaka lands on his back. I think it's backward twisting overarm drop. Is it body drop? Is it? The thousand. I think it's body drop, drop yeah. Or whatever. I think it I think it might be. But whatever he did. Also Kate. No, it's Osakate. Osakate? Yeah, you put an extra O in there. Oh, did I? It's just Osakate. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> but yeah, Osakate. Okay. Osakate. But that that was seriously fucking crazy. Like I wasn't expecting that, and I wasn't expecting. Yeah, it was pretty dope. A rare Kimarite. I, I love that Murray. We were watching the NHK. Uh, commentary with murray and murray was just blown away it was like oh now there's something i haven't seen in quite a long time i'm murray you know. there's been a, there's been a couple fun kimarite this tournament there's another oh, yeah. one yeah. that i saw too oh no it's this is great i just love how just wild shit gets in kyushu it's fucking awesome and it's the end of the year, you know, everybody's everybody's ready for shit to just be over and yeah. <laughs> start over ready, all again. Ready for year. that, that month-long break in December, man. Get some time off. <laughs> oh, <hell yeah. laughs> all right, so day four, who do you, or what do you have? Who do you have for day four? Uh, day four, your boy, man, Atama Fuji. Atama mm -hmm. Fuji had a back and forth match with Ryudin and Ryudin just could not get him over the bales. Tamafuji just just catwalking around every <laughs> single time. And but eventually a Tamafuji fucked over Ryudin just like Ryudin fucked over his wife. Avenge her. It's always good to see Ryudin lose. I'm also on the Ryudin hate train. So because yes. we're, we're always like boom. Exactly. <laughs> Tomokaze had a scary fall in his match with him having, because when he hurt that knee, I heard a recent report, they actually considered amputating his leg. It was they so did. bad. It mm -hmm. was that bad. And I saw him fall off the doyo and it's like, because he fell on it. He kind of fell on his knee. And I, I was, yeah. it, it's scary when you know guys are up with that, that bad injury and they're coming back. Yeah. Every time you see him fall, it's terrifying. Um, and then uh, Kodo Echo, I don't know if there's bad blood between Kodo Echo and Oho, but Kodo Echo just slapped the shit out of Oho. <laughs> <laughs> entire match he he came up with the slap from the beginning like hakuho used to do but then yeah. the entire match every time he had a chance he was smacking the shit out of oho so i don't know if there's bad blood there or what but it was like that felt personal yeah that wasn't the only on? bout this spa show that felt kind of personal but we'll get to that later too oh, yes yeah. <laughs> and then today and then on day four was takati rex's first loss to mesei which mm -hmm. uh Again, a little bit of foreshadowing. I'm not my. I'm. I'm. I have tempered tempered my hopes a bit now. Um, yeah, what's going on. So that that's. Oh, and and Roga, my boy Roga up from Jurio. Rough start, man. Mm. One and three. One yeah. and three on day four. So yeah, that's that's what the thing. That's what I have noticed on day four. And and I just I feel so bad for Roga. I'm just like, come on, dude. I know you got it. I know you got this. You just got absolutely. Oh. 
Oh, I know. Oh, <laughs> makes me makes me makes me sad with the with the Roga. Uh, so, oh, hold on, hold on, burp. Nice. You're improving. All right. So, day four, we had uh, Sarana Umi versus Tamawashi. So, yeah. what was funny about this one? It was it was Murray, wasn't it? No, no, no. It or was, was it Ross Mihara? I think it was Ross. Maybe I'm I'm not but, sure exactly who it was, but it, the way that he announced these dudes, he's like these two oldies, you know, know oldies. <laughs> I, I, when I came, I'm like, oh look, it's it's the two old heads, and then the, yeah. then he just comes in, these two oldies. <laughs> and we no, just these, bust up laughing. <laughs> these these ancient men in their late thirties, <laughs> who I happen to be older than both of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, I you know. But what what Sabrina say is like you know I would have thought that was kind of disrespectful if you just hadn't called them a bunch of old heads. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But uh, to the Oho and Koto Echo belt, yeah, that did fucking feel personal. It, it was did. a soft and awkward tachi, I, I thought, resulting in those entangled limbs until Oho lays into Koto Echo with Tsupari and they just straight slaps back and forth until Oho steps back and slips as Koto Echo attacks, sending Oho spinning to the clay. Mm-hmm. But seriously, they were just like slobber yeah bashing a shit not slobber knocking but slobber slapping slobber yeah. slapping <laughs> ew ew some people some people pay good money for a slobber yeah. slap ben marquez Sugoi. Alright, so then we had the uh the villainous Rudin versus my son. Rudin. I love Fuji. that he's just become the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Alright, so the first ever match against each other, solid Tachiai. A Tommy Fuji gets underhooks right from the start. Rudin gets a right hand grip on Atami Fuji's belt and keeps attempting to drive his opponent out, but Atami Fuji just keeps resisting and evading with good lateral movement. They struggle around the ring before locking up for a moment until Rudin goes for another push, but Atami Fuji circles once again before administering a slapdown on the back of Rudin's villainous head. Yes. Villainous! <laughs> no, so. very good footwork on Atami Fuji's part in that bout. I was very impressed. Me too. Yeah. That is a very large man who moves very well side to side. Yeah, it is, it is insane how quick he is for how because he's a he's a four hundred pounder. He's a big yeah. boy, and he's still he's he's fast. He's got the twinkle toes. I need the twinkle toes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I gotta uh, get me the too, toes. man. Me too. I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna I'm gonna start building my twinkle. My, what do we call it? Twinkle toeism. My twinkle toeology. <laughs> I'm, whatever that is, I'm twinkling. God Your damn twinkeration. it. <laughs> my twinkeration. <laughs> gotta get the twinkeration up. Yes. <laughs> gotta get all twinked up. <laughs> All right, so now we have Onosho versus Midori Fuji. Onosho charges in with the hurricane of Supari, but Midori Fuji deftly steps to the side at the Tawara, letting the charging bull rush to his doom. Yes, another one who has fantastic footwork, Midori Fuji. Yeah, it, it, it just, I just kind of felt like busting out an ole! You know, at the end of that one. <laughs> well, you got to have some tricks up your sleeve when you're fun-sized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're fun-sized. That's why, that's why um, 
Midori Fuji is is my what's the word I'm trying to think it's another of? Another one of your boyfriends, your spirit animal. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, you you know when you you say like, um, and kids do this a lot. They're like, oh, I'm that character, or I'm that uh, sports guy, or whatever. It's like, no, I'm Midori Fuji. It's like I'm Raphael. <laughs> yeah. So you're Midori Fuji. <laughs> Raphael, wow, nice. That's a deep. Okay, you're really. (laughs) Hey, back in those days, I was Raphael from Sumo from Sumo straight to Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Hell yeah, I'd be my. I'll be Mikey all day, my guy. I'm right there with you. All right, see it works. So it's like, uh, so you're Mikey. I'm Raphael. You're Midori Fuji. (laughs) That's how we're doing it. Now I'm just Rikishi. imagining Midori Fuji hanging out with some fucking Ninja Turtles. He's like, hey, how's it going? So, he, so now Splinter finally has someone to eat sushi with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, instead of just dining on turtle soup. Oh! <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> so for the first time in Sumo Pung's history, we forgot to hit record. We fucked up. We did. We lost like a good, I don't know, what was that? A fucking almost an hour worth of good recording time with Jake. And he is a man that has a job and a family and has shit to do. He's got shit going on. He couldn't sit around to uh, re-record that part. So we're just going to do this last little bit without him. He was nice enough to go ahead and... um, do our last little segment and then outro with us. So you will hear him again in this episode, but we're going to pick up where we left off on our day. It was at the end of day four. Day four coverage. Okay. So we're going to continue with Takayasu versus Kurishima. Takayasu goes back to his roots and unleashes some primal pushing and thrusting on Kurishima, stunning the new Ozeki and sending him flying to the clay. That was a good one. Like, it was cool to see old school ass Takayasu come back and just fucking pop a bear, motherfuckers. Yeah, displaying that uh, Ozeki level of sumo. Even though he can't make it back to Ozeki, it's still nice to see he's still got it in him. He could lay it down. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) All right, and then we're moving on to Takakesho versus Meisei. (laughs) So Meisei was at zero wins going into this bout, and they just start slapping the shit out of each other. They're just trading slaps and thrusts until Meisei notices something about Takakesho's rhythm of his step. Something like that was going on. But he just caught him at just the right moment. Just pounces. Caught him kind of off balance. Yeah. Yep. He just used his deft footwork. Knocks Takakesho off balance. And then just launches himself at the Ozeki and shoves him to the clay for the win. It was like... Nice. <laughs> I, was, I was about that victory. Poor Takakesho, but man, Meisei's first victory, his first, what did they say, Shonichi? That mm-hmm. was a fucking Shonichi. Yeah. Moving right. on to day five. Day five. I think I'll go ahead and uh, and do this one. <laughs> so uh, Ken Boson versus Midori Fuji. This was a short bout as Midori Fuji leaps to the left in a cheeky henka. And then shoves out Kabo by his butt cheeks. <laughs> Ken Boson definitely looked a bit miffed at that one. As he climbed back up onto the doyo, he kind of gives Midori Fuji a bit of an eye roll. He's like, oh, we're going to win yeah. like that. It's like, <laughs> whoop doo uh, But also, has anybody else <laughs> noticed 
Okay, so if you've ever watched Family Guy, there is a character on that show named Quagmire. <laughs> and uh, especially when you look at the little... Um, photograph of like Kim their Bozong. mug shots that they have on NHK before each of the bouts. Yes. So the NHK mug shot of Kim Bozon, he looks the lower half of his face is just so huge. And he looks exactly like <laughs> a real life version of that character. Or like an AI rendering of Quag like Boson? real life Quag <laughs> Quag Boson. <laughs> Poor Cabo, you can't just... That's just mean. <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying that's what he looks like to me. Quagmire. Quagboson. Moving on. <laughs> Shodai versus Tobizaru. So Shodai knocks Tobizaru off kilter with the Tachi Eye. Tobizaru goes flailing around the dojo before Shodai charges at him, and they both just go flying off the dojo. The Gyoji gives it to Shodai... But the replay clearly shows Shodai touching down first. Like, like it, it seemed like it was a full second or something in that playback. It was bad. It was egregious. But at the Monoe, the judges somehow determined that they both landed first? I don't know how. <laughs> as much as I love Shodai, it was pretty clear to me that he did land first. So They called Torinosh. They did. And it was at that point that Toby Zaru just had to simply reiterate that he won. Like, no, this is my win. I won. <laughs> so Toby Zaru's victory. Yes. And then we move on to Takakesho versus Takayasu. <laughs> I love this match. <laughs> so they hit at the Tachiai and then Takakesho charges forward. Takayasu catches himself at the edge and spins around only to be bulldozed by a charging <laughs> Takakesho. The Ozeki power drives Takayasu out of the ring where he then trips over the salt basket. <laughs> the salt basket goes tumbling to the floor. Where salt flying everywhere. <laughs> and Takayasu steps in it, sending more salt just like going everywhere and simultaneously tripping over the little Yobadashi foam stool and then just barrel rolls down the Hanamichi. Dude, just like barrel rolls. <laughs> it was like, like Sonic five the Hedgehog or six down. rows down the Hanamichi. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous, but like, I don't know. That, that one stood out. That was a... That that was one of the more memorable bouts of uh, the last several Bosch show, I think, <laughs> just for that reason. <laughs> Next, we have Gonoyama versus Hoshoryu. This was the one that was on everybody's mind. This is the one people are still talking about in the forums and mm -hmm. on the social media. Because Hoshoryu was given a little bit, bit of that... Uh, Asa Shoryu attitude. Yeah, he's giving him the stink eye. So they basically sit there staring at each other for a while. Like, like menacingly An uncomfortably glaring. long time. <laughs> I think someone said it was literally three minutes. Like literally three minutes. Yeah. But, you know, whenever you watch the highlights, they truncate it. But live, I could just imagine that getting really awkward. And you're like, all right, so what are you guys doing? 
Anyway, so they just spend a long time glaring at each other menacingly to the point that the audience even starts yelling at them. <laughs> and finally, they tachi eye. Gonoyama comes in hot with the Notawa, but Hoshoryu resists with that thick-ass neck. <laughs> Hoshoryu then starts charging at Gonoyama. Gonoyama tries for a pull-down, but can't resist Hoshoryu's momentum. Haas ejects Gonoyama from the dohyo like an annoyed bouncer kicking a belligerent drunk out of the bar with much gusto and righteous indignation. <laughs> Clearly, he was channeling his uncle with that. And even Murray was saying, oh, he's probably going to get reprimanded for that. No, he had an attitude about it. Like, he was pissed at Gonoyama for, like, not putting his hands down first. For Yeah, for having the... Audacity, the audacity to have a pissing contest <laughs> with Hoshoryu. He's like, I am Hoshoryu. How do you not understand? I am Hoshoryu. <laughs> I mean, I'd have a pissing contest with Hoshoryu. I'd piss on Hoshoryu. <laughs> day six. We're day moving on to day six. six. We have Takara Fuji versus Roga. So both come off the Tachiai jockeying for grips. They dance around the edge of the Tawara until Roga dumps Takura Fuji with a shitat... Shitata Hineri. Shitata Hineri. <laughs> <laughs> this is usually the other way around where I'm trying to pronounce the thing and you're like, oh, it's this. <laughs> but anyway, the judges call Monoi claiming Roga had stepped out. The replay shows his heel touching or almost touching outside the ring. It did. It, it touched. Touch. It did touch. Murray it absolutely did touch. Murray even said there was there was no indentation, and and I didn't see any indentation. So I saw the heel get close, but I no, didn't. No, it absolutely touched because you could see like the skin of the heel moving as it made contact with the ground. I didn't see that. It totally fucking happened. See, what if he had calluses on the bottom of his feet? And then, like, since he got so close, his foot kind of acted like as if it was, you know, pushed to the stress point of coming into contact. But it actually didn't. His skin just did a skin thing. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) Basically, it means there was no indent. How is it going to move without making a... Without making contact. Here, let me show you on my feet. That's fine. That's okay. (laughs) We can just move on to the next one. Anyway. (laughs) Um, We now have Tohakuru (laughs) versus Surigisho. Because I was actually going to go on and on and on about how his foot didn't touch. Uh, It totally fucking did. But we're going to move on. Actually. (laughs) So Tohakuru versus Surigisho. Surugisho has been having a shit time with only one working knee, but still seemed to be an immovable boulder to Tohakuru. Even the audience thought Tohakuru's weak-ass attempts to push Surugisho back were quite comical and started <laughs> laughing at him. I, I kind of felt bad for him, but... I kind of felt bad for him too, but at the same time, it kind of felt like it was one of those comedy sumo. Oh, the Shokiri? Ex- yeah, the. Oh my god. <laughs> that they do during the Jungyo, you know? Okay, I, I can I see that. Yeah, yeah, no, it was funny as hell. <laughs> so, anyway, um, eventually Surugisho must have just gotten bored and decided to push Tohakuru out. Tohakuru tried some Tawara dancing at the end there, but just went a little bit too footloose. Kicked yeah. off those Sunday shoes. <laughs> yeah. So now we got Hokuseho versus Nishikigi. 
I oh, yes. like this one. This was a damn good one. So Nishkigi wasted no time charging out group and immediately secured a Morizashi double inside. Nishkigi kept Hokuseho stood up tall, making him easier to push around. He dipped down, picked up Groot by his belt, and carried him out for a Suradashi win. Uprooted his ass. I was like Super Mario Brothers 2 style. <laughs> Or what were you saying? God, I wish we had been recording I with know. Jake. <laughs> when we were recording with Jake, he, he brought a whole new element to this. He said it reminded him of a Tochi. You know, yeah, to- Tochi Notion. So he, he used to lift people up like that. Yeah, so now Nishkigi is forklift certified. <laughs> well, you were t- saying also that um, it was kind of like the caber toss. You know? Yeah, yeah, it is like the caber toss. <laughs> So, you know, we call him Groot fucking Hokuseho's goddamn tree. tree man, yeah. Yeah, you just pick his ass up, caber toss his ass. That's what Nishkigi did. That's the technique. Take note, Midori Fuji. <laughs> so next we have Abi versus Wakamoto Haru. Why can't I say that? Abi versus <laughs> Wakamoto Haru. So the guys that tied each other up back in the days and the whole reason why Rikishi aren't allowed on social media, these two are now duking it out. <laughs> Which is actually kind of funny when you look at it that way. So Abi goes right for the throat, right at the Tachi eye, and holds Wakamoto Haru at bay. However, the middle Wakabro goes for a belt grip, and Abi retreats, catching his arm, and uses Waka's own forward momentum against him and throws him spinning to the clay. Kotanage, arm lock throw victory for Abi. That was a good one. Yeah. It's weird I know. to see Abi do a throw sometimes because he's always a. You're right, right. I I know a lot of people don't like Abby's style of sumo, but I don't know. I just he's he's got that attitude about it, you know. He's got yeah. I mean, like if he not like the whole Shoryu attitude, but uh... he's got like a bad boy delinquent kind of attitude. Yeah, it's like if he didn't have to wear you know the Oicho Mage, then he would probably have one of those uh, fucking pompadours, those delinquent pompadours. Oh yeah, those like bad kid Japanese pompadour things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could see Abi rocking those. Totally. All right, next we have Gonoyama versus Kurishima. So, not much to say on this, except I did get a kick out of watching Big G slap down Karishima. It was yeah. <laughs> it was just funny. Um, it was a bit of a slippy Atoshi, I have to admit that. But it was still good to see Gonoyama take down an Ozeki. It's like, I, I, I just want to be proud of that guy. Yeah, no, he's doing really well. And I think he's going to be... He's he's going places for sure. Oh yeah, he's definitely one to watch. Especially in this, this next generation starts to take root yes uh next we have takayasu versus hoshoryu so after (laughs) the whole stare down drama there was a lot of stare down drama and everybody people are still talking about the stare down yeah we're still talking about the stare down well because the hoshoryu's whole thing is like oh he's also shoryu's nephew you know it's like for a while he's like i don't want to be conflated with my uncle all the time and then he goes then he goes and does that shit (laughs) and it's like oh he's channeling also shoryu so someone made a meme where like it was like jojo's bizarre adventure except it was hosho's bizarre adventure yeah and then it had asa shoryu as hoshoryu stand and i was like accurate yeah. anyway so after the whole fucking stare down drama it was good to see hoshoryu get down to business with takayasu so former ozeki versus current ozeki mm-hmm. they both come out blasting at the tachi eye with takayasu being the aggressor 
Haas gets in deep with the belt grip and the two begin a dance to unbalance each other. And there was a few failed throw attempts in there on both sides. You know, they kind of get that rocking back and forth motion. The old bear Takayasu grabs Hoshoryu's leg like a leaping salmon and dumps <laughs> Haas backwards to the clay. And it was a rare Kimarite. And we had a hell of a time with Jake trying to pronounce this. So uh, we'll say uh, Komata Sukui. Komata Sukui. I think that's it. Komata Sukui. Komata Sukui. Over thigh scooping body drop. Yes, thousand demon. <laughs> thousand demon drops. wheels hitting the balls with the blues train going. <laughs> yeah, one of those. It's blues some, train blues. Some Hinomaru ass shit, basically. Oh, I was getting all Metalocalypse with that. That too, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to day seven. <laughs> We had Sada no Umi versus Ichi Yamamoto on day seven. And my notes read like this. Damn! <laughs> so Rada no Umi is knocking dicks in the dirt. He gave Atami Fuji his first loss. And now he delivers Ichi Yamamoto his first loss, ending his undefeated streak. Hell yeah. Always love Sada no Umi. He's just one of those guys who's always kind of... You know, middle to upper Maegashira, who's who's just been there forever, and every once in a while you see him do some some really spectacular shit. And, and the, that reminds you why he's in Makauchi. Exactly. Yeah, love that guy. I do too. So now we have Atami Fuji versus Hirata Umi, and this Ooh. one's a bit hard for me to admit, but hear me out. <laughs> Poor Hirata Umi sumo seemed to be. It just hit a bit of a wall. Like, if you guys keep, keep up with Hirado Umi, he's putting so much effort into doing the thing, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. It's like he's trying to do... It's kind of like Ura. Yeah. Yeah. Except I think instead of doing acrobatic-ass shit, Hirado Umi's trying to do big man sumo without yeah. a big man frame. Yeah. And it doesn't Except work that out. that gut. Yeah, that gut. <laughs> He does utilize the gut, the belly bump. Yeah. He's got that shit down. Uh, another similarity he has with Ura, the fucking cheeseburger gut. <laughs> so he got in there, Hirata Umi did. He got in there and he put the boots to a Tommy Fuji medium style. <laughs> and he knocked my son out of the ring with tenacity and naked aggression. That's like the second uh, Metalocalypse quote that you've, <laughs> <laughs> you've snuck into these notes. <laughs> Is well, it because we recently watched that movie? Probably. It's just still yeah. in my mind. Put the boots to him. Medium, Medium style. style. <laughs> <laughs> and then just, I, I don't know. I always just hear Dr. Roxo's voice after that. <laughs> All right. That shit's not cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, continue. It's not cool, baby. <laughs> All right, so now we have Hokuseho versus Midori Fuji. Oh, man. To this see these two come up against one. each other after the last time. <laughs> and then the last time. Oh. <laughs> of all of these sumo rivalries between, like, different Rishi, this one is just... <sighs> the most Mutt and Jeff fucking... If it weren't actually happening in real life you would say oh that's shitty writing like who would even <laughs> think of that you know but it, the tallest guy in sumo versus arguably the shortest guy in sumo it's what do they like 
almost like a 14 foot, inches. 14, okay, over a foot difference in height. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. It, it's just insane. <laughs> but for them to have as heated a rivalry as we've seen, it all started with that Shitatanage, and ever since then, oh, yeah. Yeah. So these two nemeses, is it nemeses? Nemeses. It's nemeses. Nemeses. So these two nemeses meet again, this time with Groot putting his Frankenstein style to good use. <laughs> Midori Fuji attempts various techniques with Hokuseho just being a tree and defending. So a Mizui is called. And yeah, this bout lasts so long that the Gyoji actually makes them stop for a water break. Which yeah. is the first time that's happened, I think, since 2015? March 2015. Yeah. In, uh, in the upper division, anyway. Yeah. So, the the ricochet's footing is marked with salt. So, like, they stopped about, and then he sprinkles salt on their feet to mark, you know, where they were in the dirt. They go take a drink of water, you know. Yeah. They don't want them to get dehydrated. <laughs> so, they return from the water break and resume their battle, each attempting to outmuscle each other or outlast each other. Midori Fuji's finally like, man, fuck this, and starts to spin Groot around, but he has his patented overarm grip on Midori Fuji's belt and smashes the smaller Rikishi to the clay. And poor Midori. Ugh. Poor Midori Fuji just looked exhausted. Yeah. He was just covered in sweat and grime and the fucking dojo dust. And he's just like... <sighs> yeah, poor guy. But man, I know after the last Basho, Hokuseho wasn't going to fall for any more of Midori Fuji's shenanigans. So yeah. he, I think that was his strategy. Just hold on for as long as possible. And it was like, what, six and a half minutes? Six minutes, 45 seconds. Dude, like... I don't even think an entire Basho, like, regularly takes up that much time. If, if you're just counting the time that people are, like, you know, fighting each other. Yeah. Like, it's usually, like, 10 to 20 seconds, you know? Six fucking minutes. That's fucking nuts. Next. Next. We have Kotonowaka versus Uda. And this was funny because uh, whenever we were talking to Jake, he said this reminds him of like Easter Sunday because of all the pastel <laughs> with Uda and Kotonowaka. So, you know, imagine Kotonowaka with fucking bunny ears and a nose <laughs> and, you know, Uda laying eggs. Laying an egg, yes. Yeah. <laughs> because, of course, he would lay an egg. Yes. It, well, it's Uda, you know. Yeah. He's always up to some crazy shit. <laughs> All right, as the two clash at the Tachiai, it seems like Kotonowaka has the advantage with his longer reach. Uda maintains a low position and works the larger man into position and yeets his giant ass off the dojo. Totari armbar throw victory for Uda. Yeah. That was fucking great. I, I love that. Well, especially after the previous day when, you know, he goes for that fucking... Uh, what do you call it where he like flips him backwards or whatever? Oh, the fucking, uh, what's that? Is it the, not the Aponzioi, but yeah, that backwards yeah, body like, drop. He fucking... was already in a bad position and then he tries <laughs> to bust out some crazy move. You know, I think this time he was like, nope, I'm just doing straightforward sumo. Just, just sumo, sumo, you know? <laughs> that was funny though. It, it, it's, it's almost like. If, if life was a video game and someone was controlling Uda, as he was getting pushed out of the dojo, they're sitting there trying to, like, you know, button mash. And he's like, that's why he does the little backwards body drop right at the last fucking minute. To no avail, but still. So... 
final bout of uh, day seven that we have covered is Takakesho versus Gonoyama. So Takakesho comes out, guns a-blazing as usual, but Gonoyama secures an inside position and works Takakesho over the bells and just launches the meatball into the crowd. <laughs> and It was I, like a... It was like cloudy with a chance of meatballs, you oh know, God. just like raining from the sky. Can you imagine Takakesho's raining from the sky? Can you imagine <laughs> tiny Takakesho's raining? Tiny Takakesho's just like falling on you like hail. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. No, because I started imagining it and it was all bloody and sad. Yeah, but what if it's like, you know... Just like it's a light, like a snowfall of talk tiny Takakeshos. Oh, very light, fluttery Takakeshos just and they just falling kinda, gently. And if he lands on it, it's just like, go on side. And then just kind of, <laughs> just like falls, you know, just, but yeah, a drift of tiny Takakeshos. <laughs> and then so you have to go outside and shovel the Takakeshos out of your driveway. Oh my God. That's hilarious. You make a you make a Takakesho man. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> and he's cussing you, have a you out in Japanese. <laughs> Just ball up some Takakeshos and toss them at your And your then as, as it's flying towards your head, you hear Shibata. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> okay. On with the Basho. <laughs> okay. Day eight. We're reaching the halfway point. First, we had Tohakuru versus Tamawashi, and this was a slobber knocker. And these two dudes just slapped the piss out of each other until Tamawashi got bored of it and just slammed Tohakuru to the clay. Kotanage armlock throw. Uh, Jake was mentioning that Tamawashi's Kotanage is pretty brutal, and he's cracked some. Oh, he's yeah. Bro- he's, broken some arms with that. He's one. fucked some people up with that shit. But man, I gotta get a mean Kotanage. Keep practicing. Keep working <laughs> on it. You know what? You have your new uh, your new disciple Trey now that uh, says he wants to keep uh, coming back and training with you. So I don't know. Break some of his bones or no, whatever. No, his bones. <laughs> he's, no, he's, he's, he's going to get too quick. Yeah, that's true. No one's getting bones broken. <laughs> Not by me. Anyway. No, no, no. All right. Anyway, we have Miyogiru versus Midori Fuji. And it's not that we ever doubted that Midori Fuji can beat Miyogiru, but the gorgeous form and textbook sumo in which he crafts his victory is just so pleasing to watch. Midori Fuji attacked and defended, maintaining Chugoshi throughout. He calculated the physics of the bout to try and do his trademark kataskashi, but he decided against it at the last minute and instead executed a beautiful yet deadly Sukuinagi. Just... It was like it was like if you were watching a how-to sumo instructional video. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like this is how to execute this move flawlessly. Exactly. But it was just so vicious yet so beautiful. It's like a pit bull doing ballet. <laughs> That's kind of how it feels watching how vicious yet just gorgeous his form is. True, true. Yes. <laughs> All right, so after Miyogiru gets slam dunked, we have Kotonowaka versus Shodai. And I don't know <laughs> what Kotonowaka did to Shodai, but Shodai was aggro, just straight up ag. <laughs> and he wasn't taking a single drop of syrup from the stack of pancakes. <laughs> Kotonowaka issued a barrage of supari, but Shodai defended swiftly, 
caught Kotonowaka's arm in an otsuke, and with deft footwork and a right underhook, he drove Kotonowaka out. Your Kiri victory for the Lord of Chaos. Good job. <laughs> Next is Gonoyama versus Wakamoto Haru. So both Rikishi are at three and four on day eight. Both usually have great displays of strength and the ability to outmuscle their opponents, but today it was Big G's turn to get funky. He quickly okay. drove Wakamoto Haru to the edge and threw him out like some dirty mop water. Beautiful show of speed and strength from Gonoyama. Nice. No, Gonoyama, again, I will reiterate, uh, that kid's going places. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is one that people are wanting to talk about. It's Takakesho versus Asanayama. <laughs> Asanoyama's triumphant return. <laughs> yeah. So he had been gone. So on day eight, his score was zero wins, zero losses, seven absences. Mm -hmm. And that's how he comes strolling on in. Strutting, mind you. He was strutting <laughs> on in in the fucking the Dohyo Eri. And so meets Takakesho on the clay. Poor Asanayama had been dealing with the laundry list of injuries. And regardless, he went into battle, charged, and ready. He met Takakesho head-on, withstanding his barrage of Oshizumo attacks while trying to get a belt grip. He tried several times to no avail, so he decided to try a dangerous gamble. Dangerous. What's that? A pull-down. Oh, okay. You know, like the obby <laughs> style. So he managed to get Takakesho off-balance at the bales, but it wasn't enough to slay the meatball. <laughs> he executes a Shitatanage and both men plummet off the dojo. A monowi is called, and the video replay showed Takakesho landing first, giving Osanayama his first win of the tournament. So first day back, first win against the Ozeki. Yep. <laughs> and I Let's hope he can keep it up until the end of the tournament. <laughs> I know, that poor guy's body just needs a break. All of their bodies need breaks. <laughs> I know, right. Okay, next is, or actually last, that mm. we're covering is Nishikigi versus Hoshoryu. Haas comes in hot with some vicious supari, but Nishikigi calmly defends. And with swift footwork, rocks Hoshoryu's balance, <laughs> making him slide down to one knee. <laughs> giving Nishikigi... Nishikigi, get it, win. Eh? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> That really was uh, a good bout. And I know you enjoy watching Hoshoryu be knocked down a couple of pegs. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's nice. <laughs> but I like Haas. I, I, I would say I'm a Haas fan. You know, I... I'm a casual Haas fan. I'm not on the Haas train, you know, like a lot of people out there are. Yeah, I, I don't have any ill will toward him either. I just think... You just like to tease him and whenever he... Uh, you like. It's it's a thing where, like, if everybody likes something, then I have to dislike it to uh, <laughs> assert dominance or whatever. But... You know, I have that too. Yeah. When, no. But I had it really bad whenever I was in We both school. have the oppositional defiance disorder. <laughs> is that why we are the way we are? You know, it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> but 
that's uh, that's all we've got for the first week of the Boss Show. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, we kind of fucked up the recording, and that's why we're recording this without Jake. But he noticed at the last minute and was like, "Oh fuck!" And we realized we had been re- like just talking for like forty five minutes without recording it. Yeah. So everything that you heard. You know, we had originally done with Jake. It just... But he was nice enough to stick around, even though he had to go to bed and, you know, has work in the morning, uh, to record the last little segment, which is about a new contest that we thought up at the last fucking minute called the Ozumo Oracle. So this is a contest for predicting weird and wacky things that... Uh, could potentially happen in the Basho. The weirder and more specific, the better. Yes. And so we're going to go ahead and show you the discussion we had with him right now. So have you seen... (laughs) uh, So have you seen the uh, Ozumo Oracle post that we did on Instagram? Or where Mm -hmm. else did we post that? Where we basically announced we were doing this contest where you can make any sort of crazy prediction about what's going to happen during the Basho. And if it happens, then we will send you something equally as crazy. Yeah. Like the the more, uh, the wilder, the better. And the more weirdly specific, the better. Yes. Mm, So uh, pretend you are the Oracle of Delphi high on (laughs) geothermal fumes or whatever the fuck it was. And give us your prediction Mm. for the Kyushu Basho. Well, mm. from day nine on, since it's already so re- the goal. The goal is to like you know really go for it, really yes. really over the top. Okay, yes. Yeah. Okay. Just to give you an example of some of the predictions that we have so far. Yeah. Uh, we have. Let's see here. So Rick Garza, you know, at yeah. Dallas Suo said, "Abby will go to Pari Wild and smack a Gyoji not once but three times in three separate matches in the tournament." Yes, that was oh, a good one. Okay, so these don't even have to be like, like, oh, I think so and so is going to do well or anything like that. No, okay. no just something okay. crazy. Like, uh, how many Gyojis will fucking Toby Zaru bowl over? Okay, so okay. my prediction was uh, Hoshoryu will end up somehow destroying Takakesho's Yokozuna dreams while simultaneously going Katabon. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair, fair. Okay, so let me think. What's what's some wild ass shit that I would like to see? I think, I think, I think in day fifteen, mm. Surugi show is gonna be not a show, not a high seven seven, mm. and I think he's going to lose to. He's gonna lose to. Trying to think who he'd even be fighting back then, or at, at that point, he's going to lose to somebody. Doesn't matter. He's going to somebody. And in his Ryudin, <laughs> and he, it's Ryudin. And in his endless rage, he's going to leave. He's going to step off the doyo and ferociously begin eating handfuls of the salt. <laughs> just, yes, just, he's just, just. I'm just. I'm so. I'm so mad. All I can do is, is, is pickle my insides. That's, <laughs> The only right. control I'm I so have. glad you understand the spirit of this contest. <laughs> See, you got it. You got it. Yes. All right. But so if, even if it just turns out that he goes Nana Show, Nana High, and then loses 
Yes. I'll still give you that. That's <laughs> oh, okay. Close enough. Cool, cool, cool. You, cool. you get special treatment. You're our favorite oracle. <laughs> now Thank breathe these geothermal fumes with us. <laughs> I, will, I will huff these fumes. Yes. You have, a, you have a paper bag for me to put them in. <laughs> All right. Well, I All think right. that's our show. So, Jake, we'll go ahead and let you go. Um, where can people find you though, if they want to look you up online? Uh, well, you can always contact Ohio Sumo Dayton, uh, where we trained. You can always come out and say hi to us. We'll throw you in Milwaukee and get you in a ring and we'll have a good time. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me personally, you can find me at Sidairyoku underscore sumo on Instagram. Nice. nice. All right. Well, that's our show. If, if you wanted to find us, you could always find us on the Twitter. And yes, we still call it Twitter. We are at <laughs> Punk Sumo. Everywhere else, we are Sumo Punks. Punks is spelled with an X for extra sex because that's how we do it. If you wanted to buy any of our merch, hint, 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 we have a Redbubble and we have a Tee Public store. We have a really bitchin' design of uh, Chiyono Fuji that I am wearing right now. <laughs> so good. But yeah, that's a damn good shirt. I love that shirt. It's my favorite shirt and I wear it too many times during the week. It's true. It's true. If you're hearing this on any uh, podcasting platform like Apple Podcasts or fucking Spotify, Spotify Give us a five-star rating or whatever the highest rating is. It helps, it's five. <laughs> helps more people find the show. It makes us look cool and it, it, it gives me some dopamine. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Please feed us as much dopamine as possible. We need it. <laughs> and then until next time. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.